0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Enthusiast and Co. Today I am joined with a wonderful, magnanimous Pip Jolly, um, who she's an Instagram star, isn't she really? Pip has many, many enthusiasms, which I was delighted to chat to her about. Many of which he very kindly shares on Instagram for us all to join in with. So, cocktail making, party hosting. Um, vintage fashion, interiors are all stuff I kind of feel like I live along with her on Instagram which is such a privilege and a pleasure. Um, but also Pip had some really insightful interesting things to say about how her enthusiasms have changed in this weird time which I thought was super super interesting. So I hope you love this episode, um, I definitely did. Thanks so much Pip for coming on. Hello Pip Jolly. Hi,
1: thank you for having me. Hello. Oh my god thank you so much for coming on, how are you? Um, yeah, really good. Trying to stay positive. Amazing. Well, How we are, are all you? very
0: grateful. Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you. Um, so trying to same stay stay the same. Really, just taking each day as it comes. I think.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. Um,
0: for the benefit of the listeners who are not yet acquainted with you, uh, could you
1: please explain who you are and what you do? Of course. Um, so, I am Pip. I'm a content creator over on the Instagram. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> Instagram. And on the Instagram. Um, so, I mainly post about vintage clothes, the colour orange, um, my lifestyle, nails, um, and cocktails. So, I Which also... is a perfect mix, I have to say. Like, gonna... all of those things
0: I'm very much a fan of, put together even better.
1: Yeah, that is me. Cocktails, vintage (laughs) fashion, orange and um, lifestyle, Um, uh, interiors. But yeah, so I also run um, an events company with my business partner, Tara Guinness. Um, We run brunch and supper clubs and everything that we do or like use is from female founded businesses. So it's called the Foconomy. Which is genius. Yeah, the female economy, and also the economy is fucked. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so we do that. So I'm the hostess over on that. So I make the cocktails, serve everything, keep everyone occupied. I am the hostess with the mostess.
0: You are. It's very, very true. Um that leads very nicely into uh the first question is what are you enthusiastic about at work? So um I asked you this before just so I can get a good idea of um what we can talk about. And you said two things. You said content creation, um and the videos that you're putting out at the moment, which are Mm. giving me life, can I just say, during lockdown. I love it every time you appear on my feed, absolutely adore it. Um so let's let's talk about that. So how did you kind of start with content creation? What was your kind of your journey if you will
1: oh do you know what I don't know I feel like it started so long ago like as on Instagram I've been on Instagram since the beginning um i oh last... you one of the OGs I'm one of the OGs I think I don't know but <laughs> it's only the last few years that it's really kind of like taken off um mm-hmm. and it's now a career for me um but yeah I just I'm really loving at the minute making videos I've never really done videos before and I think it's because um, my partner's at home and he's been able to help uh-huh. me like set some stuff up and show me um what I'm doing um, but I'm really loving it and I just think you can get you get more across like what you want to say do you know what I mean yeah and it's like-
0: It's so good isn't it because you are very chatty on Instagram stories like it's not like you were a stranger to um, videos I know they're they're fairly recent on your stories as well but you are Mm. super personable in stories but I know what you mean when you've got somebody else there it's one less thing to worry about isn't it because you like you don't have to you can just be yourself in front of the camera rather than having to half check in the camera make sure things are still recording and like lighting set up right it just gives you a bit more freedom to like actually act how you want to in front of the camera.
1: Exactly. Well, actually, I've been doing quite a lot of them myself. So he said, "Help me set up a first first few of them," and he'll always check and make sure that I'm, you know, I'm doing it right. But, um, but yeah, I've been doing most of it on my own, which I feel it's kind of like giving me this like, little boost of confidence that I can do it. I always thought it was really difficult, um, yeah. Up, but now I do feel really confident with that. Um, and then he does film Barbarella for me just because. I am, it's just too complicated trying to make cocktails, <laughs> and, you know um getting all the lighting right cuz it's so specific how I want that to look um but I've just been really enjoying it I think I've really kind of like found my niche and, um found what I'm into and what I'm good at like I think you can get quite lost can't you into like what what you do and looking at other people and oh should I be doing that and whatever and like comparing yourself or I've just decided to throw that all out the window and just do whatever I want to do
0: which I love I definitely think as well on um kind of on Instagram specifically I think the world of content creation is so mm. mired in comparison and like one-upmanship and especially if like if your income depends on it you've you've got to Try to find balance between um making sure that you're putting out content that you feel authentically but also content that people are going to respond to because it's what pays your rent like it must be a really hard duality but I absolutely love everything you put out like Barbarella has made me so happy especially because I think you launched with a basil cocktail and I love basil more than anything in this world <laughs> so I was like yes
1: yes <laughs> babe and it's all about infusing alcohol. So you just pop anything in an alcohol and it just, you know, in an alcohol, in a spirit. So like, pop <laughs> a bit of basil I'm going to have water. basil in my
0: wine, Pip, on your advice, <laughs> just in any alcohol.
1: Just in any alcohol. I mean, in spirits. But yeah, I just love infusing, infusing spirits like peppercorns, chilli, anything. Just, you yeah, know, take it up another level. Yeah, oh God, I'm gonna have to. Um, yeah. So, where did how did Barbarella,
0: like? Where did it? Where did the idea stem from? Because obviously, cocktails is one of your main loves. Um, I have had the pleasure of drinking one of your cocktails at the Economy Christmas Party, and it was delicious, if very alcoholic, uh, which is not a complaint, as <laughs> no, FYI, as a they compliment are and feedback. As all, <laughs> all good cocktails should be. I mean,
1: um, but you serve them. With um... me and says, I mean, are you gonna like put anything else with that, or is it just food? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pip let me introduce you to the idea of mixer and you're like no 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 thank you <laughs> let's just let's walk through the entire situation of umbrella because I adore it.
1: Oh thanks so um where it I don't know where it came from I think I just um, was bored of not being able to host parties obviously during lockdown and because our house is the party flat is where everyone comes to and um I am known for making the cocktails so I used to work in a cocktail bar I used to be a waitress. Uh-huh. Um and yeah, ironically I never made cocktails when I was at the bar, but I'd always make them for Did parties. you not? <laughs> no, never, just served them. Um I picked up a few things, but yeah, I just we always have people around our flat and like hosting parties and serving drinks and I'm just missing it and I just thought I can teach people how to do this whilst learning how to do some stuff on the way. So I kind of like Google recipes every week. And then come up with my own variation of it. Um, yeah, and then I'd just teach everyone from behind my little vintage 60s boat bar. I Which mean, is I've just the a... best thing
0: I've ever seen with my eyes. Oh my God, I, I love, love it so it. much.
1: The best Christmas present ever. And I've got a bit OTT, really. I've been buying all kinds of weird stuff. For it. I've got a napkin holder, you know, new barware. I'm just, I'm going to open a fully-fledged bar at the end of this, you know. (laughs) We won't be allowed to go into pubs, but one or two people can come round and, you know, have a drink at Barbarella.
0: I mean, I think that's, I think that's very, very good business prowess. I think that's an excellent idea. I'll be your first customer,
1: mate. Don't you worry. You come round, babe. You come round.
0: And one of the other video series you do is um, my vintage wardrobe, which I'm probably annoying you with my, outward love for, Um, but I absolutely love it because vintage clothing is such like a it's I was going to say such a vibe then that's the most embarrassing sentence that's ever come out of my mouth but it's such a thing it's nowadays a but it's such a vibe um but it's still quite um it can can feel quite inaccessible for people who don't know what they're doing um mm. I'm very much in that camp like I know that I love vintage fashion but I don't know because I'm an awkward size and you know, I just, I've not really had the practice in shopping for vintage stuff. Um, But I love your ability to take us through your wardrobe because your style is so unique and incredible. And I just I really, really love those videos that you're doing.
1: Thank you. Um, I Um Do you know what I've realised? It's one of those things, right? When you can do something, you don't realise that other people can't do it. Yes, yeah, definitely. Some things that like are so easy for you to do, you don't realize that other people can't do it. I guess it's kind of like your little, you know, your email sign off things that you do, your out of office emails. Like for me, absolutely blows my mind. I cannot write at all. I find it really hard. And you're just so good at it. Like, oh, thanks! You're just so good. The one that you've done for me is amazing, and I get—I literally get emails back all the time telling me how amazing it is. I'm like, I <laughs> yeah,
0: like it. <laughs> Honestly, I once—I once told my my dad was like, I was home for the weekend once, and my dad was like, so what are you doing this weekend? And I was like, oh, I'm um, I'm just going to write a couple of out of offices for people. And he's like, do people do people ask for that? Do people pay you for that? I was like, yep, that is one of my jobs. And he was like, the world's gone mad. And he walked off, and I was like, you just don't uh-huh. understand, all right? <laughs>
1: Honestly Ellie you have that is a skill and this is the thing is that like sometimes you don't realize that a skill that you have other people don't so I didn't realize that other people don't get vintage like yeah. I, I well for me it's just so easy and I've done it since I was 16 and um, Dan and I had this idea we you know we wanted to do some series like some videos that I can put out every week and I just want to it's Called edutainment. Love it. (laughs) That is a word I've learned this week, and I have overused it so much but I am very into it. It's educational entertainment because I was like, you know, you like look through Instagram. I was like, I've done just like styling videos where they actually they show you stuff, but not nothing. I am not actually learning anything. And I, I, more time I spend on Instagram, I am like, right. I spent an hour on Instagram. What have I learned? So I wanted to kind of like do videos where you learn things as well. So you feel like it's kind of like worthwhile. And I think all the videos that I've been doing are a bit like that. So the vintage wardrobe thing is I'm taking you through different categories of my clothing and showing you like what I'm looking out for when I'm shopping, kind of like giving you little tips and just showing off, showing off my vintage
0: clothes. I really love as well that you're being totally transparent about um, kind of prices and stuff because I feel like that's also something that can put people off. Because the the payoff for vintage is that you can get some really good pieces for a good price, but mm. um, you have to put invest the time in finding them, and also you have to like understand the quality and stuff. And I think what I loved most about the the shirts one that you the most recent one you did was that you were walking through kind of like what fabrics are different and i think to some people that just isn't like to me that's not obvious at all and so having it having it like said to you again as you say in that kind of like edutainment way where it is entertaining to watch i don't feel like i'm being lectured but i do feel like it's something i really want to learn more about oh i just love it yeah
1: because i think people have this thing with vintage that they just think that you can find everything for a bargain on ebay whereas like yeah you can But that is few and far between. Like, I scour eBay all the time, and it's really – I think it's hard to find a bargain. And if you want good quality vintage and something that's amazing, it's going to cost a lot of money. And that just kind of, like, is the facts. It's not – it's hard to find stuff for cheap. Um, And I would rather pay more money and have something really nice um that I'm going to keep forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and in fact it's not actually that much money it's the same amount of money as you would pay for a dress and top shop like, well yeah exactly but people just know. have
0: that mentality don't they that it's cheaper
1: yeah exactly um but yeah so I'm really enjoying making those videos I'm not sure what one I'm going to do next I'm excited Oh, I'm so I'm really
0: glad that you're like finding that they're bringing you something as well because they're bringing us a lot of joy. But I'm really glad that they're bringing you that as well. That's nice to know. Yeah,
1: because I did a Um, bit of research before them as well, so it's nice to kind of like learn more about something that I already love. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. I guess you just like Mm. keep feeding the feeding passion for it. I love it. Mm.
0: The um the next thing you said for what you um are enthusiastic about at work is um the economy and doing events. So we kind of touched on this with um the advent of Barbarella but could you just walk us through a bit more of a, the kind of the I guess origin story of the economy um and how your event setup um works when we're not all government mandated to stay inside and keep our distance from people yeah.
1: I know this. so um it was last year um I was really kind of like didn't really know what I was doing and I knew that I wanted to start a business that had um, supporting females at The Focus, like support, supporting other women, because that's what like, I am really passionate about, and also really passionate about food, coffee, and cocktails. Um, so we kind of like merged it all together, and I made friends with Tara, who is my business partner, but she is a chef, and um, um, yeah, so we just kind of like came up with these ideas of like, like again, like I'm really good at hosting parties, it's one of my skills, so I just thought, well, we'll just have people over to our house and I'll host a brunch or host a dinner. Um and so it's kind of like a supper club. Well, it is a supper club, you know. Um so people come around, we have 10 people um come over, Tara cooks a four-course meal, um, I do cocktails and drinks, and we spend most of our time basically finding brands. Um of food that we can use, food and drink that we can use that are from female-run businesses because that is extremely hard to do. Um, yep. <laughs> not that um, but when we do, then we make these, Tara makes this beautiful food. And again, the idea is that you'll sit around a table and you can meet other women. You We do kind of like your high and low of the week and tell everyone who you are, what, what you do. And it's just a nice way to make friends and you know make contacts and I think there's so many of these like networking things at the minute, um, and they're all so big, and you go to panel events, and you don't speak to anyone, and I just really like to make connections and like make real-life friends, and I think that's what we've done with every event. People always talk afterwards, and yeah, it's just really nice. It's like taking it offline, taking it yeah, yeah. offline in real, into real life, yeah
0: yeah and i love that because i think there's obviously with your work it's so style focused on paper like all of the images are beautiful that your table settings are stunning your flat is gorgeous because of your passion for interiors and i feel like it's on the surface it is it ticks every box aesthetically but then there's also so much deeper than that like it is about connection Mm. it's about supporting um women and it's about kind of talking about the things that matter and giving them a platform that people aren't scared of um and i just think there's so many layers to it it's so brilliant
1: thank you thank you yeah and it just just is so nice to do something that's fun that is helping other women out do you know what I mean like yeah
0: it's
1: just it's just so good and there's so many amazing women out there doing amazing things um so it's really nice to kind of like highlight highlight them and we talk you through all the products that we're using and why we're using them and um yeah it just kind of like opens your eyes to a different you know Part of consuming really
0: what's your um what's your favorite kind of female female
1: founded business that you found through the economy so my favorite and I actually knew them before the economy but it's girls who grind coffee they Mm. are amazing I love them I just love them so much I have a subscription to the coffee it's just so good but they um only buy from female coffee growers as which well. i
0: imagine is pretty that because that's, that's the when i went then. to the yeah yeah when i went to the christmas party um that you guys did last at the back end of last year obviously mm. at christmas time last year when else are you going to host a christmas party um the what i was really what i found really interesting was when you were saying that it's it's not just like it, there's so many layers to which you guys try and find female founders because it's not just the people who are setting up the company but it's their suppliers it's their growers and it just goes back and back and back and because obviously we've only recently have we had the resources and abilities to be able to do these things for ourselves mm-hmm. um there's not that much like longevity or history to it yet which is exciting in a way because it means that we can forge these paths but also it must make it doubly difficult to find you know stuff that's high quality but has also got a strong female provenance behind it
1: yeah it's it's honestly it's so hard so the products that we use the female founded or couple led because obviously the female um within that couple will be yeah. you know she is still a female founder um um it's just honestly it is so hard to find stuff like tara was looking for some tofu um and there is no female founded tofu out there like non and there's a one that's tohu which is made of chickpeas so she's called the foo fighters um so it's tohu and it's incredible so we use that and we just like to have just made relationships with all these you know small brands Like we use Ruby's in the rubble and all of our bloody mary's it's a ketchup um yeah it's just really nice to work with them all um and get to know their story and you know why they started and
0: yeah, I would also just like to take this time to give a special shout out to um, Tara's goat's cheese log covered in flowers last year, because oh that was God. one of the nicest things I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> I, know. I think about
0: it daily, Pip. Don't worry about I it, I just think about it daily.
1: I know, I um, actually, <laughs> the other day, I tried to order some edible flowers, I saw um, Charlotte Jacqueline keeps posting them, and I thought, I'm going to order some edible flowers, but they're too expensive to justify just for me and Dan, so... yeah. I was like, I was like, well, I'm just going to put them in some drinks, down. I was like, and we could do ice cubes. I was coming up with all these ways that we could use edible flowers in a week. I mean, there's, it's just not enough for two people, really. But <laughs> you have to get them on Barbarella and then get an affiliate link. That's what you have to do. <laughs> I know. I was like, Dad, we will make
0: this work. <laughs> um, Moving on then to what you're enthusiastic about in play. This is okay. a kind of recent recent thing you've picked back up, isn't it? You said having guitar yes. lessons.
1: I know. So, <laughs> I mean, it's blown my mind too. So, I did guitar lessons when I was six, four. Oh, Must've been about fifteen. So, like, you know, mid-teenager, and um, I then, as an adult, bought myself a guitar. Even though I didn't play, just bought myself because I've always wanted a flower guitar, a daisy rock guitar. So, I bought myself yeah. one. I saw it on eBay, um, and I just kind of had it up as like you know ornamental and um, then my one of my best friends is a guitar teacher and he's just taken all of his lessons obviously because during the pandemic online and doing Skype lessons and he was just like look do you just want to do some lessons and I was like okay cool so I've done two lessons I'm feeling pretty good about it we started learning You've Got the Love and the Machine today.
0: I mean an excellent one to start with I have to say.
1: I know, yeah. So I just got, I just like got to practice. I feel like it's given me, it's just nice for me to have a hobby that isn't work related. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not something where I make something. I think, oh, that'd be really good to turn that into content, or you know. I mean, it's just, I have to just practice and like zone out for like an hour with him on the lesson. And it's just so nice for me to have something else. Because actually before um, lockdown happened, I had started an upholstery class because I really wanted a hobby. Um, Yep. So I really wanted a hobby. So I started this upholstery class and I was upholstering in his chair. But obviously that's had to um, close or stop for a bit. So I'm looking forward to picking that up. But I'm really enjoying kind of like having a hobby just and having is, doing is the with chair, my is
0: the chair with you or is it
1: no, where in it's the at studio the school. yeah it's at oh, the school.
0: that is sad so you can't even see how far you've come <laughs>
1: no I did say I save everything Save everything in a highlight I mean it's stripped back bare I've, I've hardly done anything what I've learnt is upholstery is a really long winded thing um but very enjoyable I did not know I would get so much joy out of sanding wood <laughs> i just it's just there's just something about doing something with your hands and being able to physically like see the change just blows my mind yeah i think yeah. that's because i used to be a jeweler and i like making things with my hands and like doing things so yeah
0: different mediums but same concept mm. like you're taking yeah. something and then turning it into something new that makes sense yeah Yeah. I mean, guitar lessons are a slightly more accessible hobby to have during lockdown, I have to say, than upholstering an entire chair. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, it's fun, though. It's really, really fun. I'm enjoying it. I was going to say for ages, I didn't have a hobby and I found that I wasn't getting much joy out of stuff and actually having one like it just changes everything.
0: Yeah, I am. Um, I historically, famously, don't have any hobbies either. But the instrument I really want to learn how to play is the drums, and that's slightly less easy to do, <laughs> just on a whim. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it, and also quite expensive, right?
0: Yeah, but I really yeah. just—I have. I don't know if you ever found this, but you know, like I have no musical ability, much to the disappointment of my grandparents, because my granddad is like an actual. Um, like he's an actual um musician like a drummer um but I just have no ability but I just feel like for each person there's just one instrument that just really suits them and I feel like drumming is mine I just like I you I think it makes sense that I would drum if I had any musical ability whatsoever
1: well maybe you should drum and then we'll start a band and we won't be able to keep in time at all it'd be great (laughs) (laughs) we'd be like a crap
0: Josie and the Pussycats I love it
1: (laughs) yeah it's just exactly love the Riverdale reference um, we'd have
0: excellent outfits for our tours though wouldn't we so well, I mean yeah, we'd be the real I, winners there
1: I feel like most of these bands don't even really play I mean that's a massive lie but you know kind of like you know Freaky Friday um when she's like playing on stage I mean that's how I imagine my life is gonna go after this <laughs> um, I see that it happening for you stage. I really see it happening for you yeah yeah another old drumming I can see it you Did you ever watch a New York Minute, the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie?
0: Yes. God, we've smashed out all the excellent film references in about three minutes here.
1: (laughs) Mary-Kate Olsen, she's a drummer. I thought that was very cool at the time. I was very obsessed with that, yeah. I was dating a drummer when that movie came out, I remember.
0: You were like, I can't date Mary-Kate Olsen because of the the Pacific Ocean, so I'll just go for the the Atlantic Ocean, so I'll go for the next best thing and I'll just date date a a drummer.
1: It's very hard to keep on time now. So you learn the drums. I'm going to learn the. I'm learning the guitar. I mean, we'll make an excellent band. Excellent. I, I mean, I'm up for it. Um. So moving
0: on to the final question, which is, what are you enthusiastic about in life? Um. And actually, this is really tied to what you kind of said about why you um really wanted a hobby. Because I think you have been, uh, and also I must say thank you very much for being so open about this as well, because I think this is probably something that people will really resonate with them, but they might not quite be uh, feel like they can talk mm. about. Um, but kind of the, you were saying to me the other day that your kind of priorities have really shifted recently um, and that one of the things you're now really enthusiastic about in life is kind of how to say no and how to make time for yourself, which I think is really, really important. Um, and I guess that kind of the reason I think that ties in with, what you were saying about hobbies is because um because of all of your loves, like all of your main loves, interiors and vintage fashion and cocktails mm. and lifestyle, because they all have morphed into your job. Um I guess it must be really, really hard and because also because you're such a nice person who like wants to, you know, engage and serve her, you know, clients and um viewers and stuff, it must be really
1: hard to have set those boundaries. It is hard. It is really hard. And I think do you know what it has been since we have gone into lockdown and I've not been allowed able to do stuff I've actually learned what I want to do yeah um, and I never really realized it before I I think I always was kind of like oh well I don't have time for a hobby I don't have time for that like and now I'm making time to do stuff that I'm I want to do um but I and I want to take this forward as the kind of like saying saying no to things just just because I feel like I have to but like I yeah. feel like sometimes I always have to be on I always have to perform and um, like you don't you need to listen to your body um which I've been trying to do it's funny everyone keeps messaging me being like I'll oh, just make time make sure you're taking time to chill and I was like don't worry that is in my diary that is like <laughs> it is like scheduled in, like read, like chill out, watch, you know, so that I'm not doing too much because I find I'll be like, oh, um, you know, it's hard. Like I did what well, I was crafting the other week and I like covered a headband and then everyone's like, well, can you make a tutorial on that? And I'm like, uh, okay. So, and I did that this morning. Um, but it's, it's quite a lot. You've got to really manage it and manage everyone's expectations and it's yeah it's just it's a lot but I'm finally getting there I think with it you know and really enjoying taking time for myself um yeah yeah
0: yeah which I love um something else you said as well which um you said that you are enthusiastic about um like finding love in all the things that we used to take for granted um and I feel like this has really become apparent to me in your um your morning affirmations every every morning recently you've been posting um a gorgeous picture of your morning coffee and Mm. a really gorgeous affirmation and it's I think because of the algorithm because I watch your stuff so obsessively uh you're one of the first people I kind of see when I wake up in the morning on Instagram um and it really I really love how how much of a ritual you've made out of your um morning coffee and i think that's such a good inspirational thing to take forward um i'm going to try doing it with making tea um i think because it's like i think because you drink coffee like i drink tea just like it, i i don't even think about doing it like when i when my cup's empty i go to the kettle i start another one that mm. it really does bring me such joy that i'm going to try and make it more of a thing where i really like think about it and focus it and just use that time to kind of like regroup with myself and think about me
1: yeah it honestly it really helps so i actually have one coffee a day in the morning and it just um like I just sit there with my coffee and I like I was take my take my picture and then I think like right like, how do I how am I feeling today? You know, and I can't if I'm feeling a bit pants, I want to counteract it because obviously that's what an affirmation is, you say it, um, and you know, you're trying to change your mindset and get yourself into that mindset. Um And so that's kind of what I'm doing. And if I can't really think of one, I'm feeling a bit unmotivated. I'll, like, search the internet for, like, different affirmations and what's resonating with me today and how do I want to go ahead feeling, you know, on that day. And just doing that every day would really, really help to change um, my mindset and then kind of, like, changes my day. And it just, yeah, exactly. It's like taking that time to really enjoy it it just yeah yeah it really helps it really really helps um and just being taking everything slow and like enjoying like going for a walk you know like i'm enjoying taking pepper out for a walk and i don't just think oh we'll just go to the park and play with the ball like i've been just going for a walk and like getting lost like listening to a podcast yeah. um and just i'm really taking everything in and just being all you know being generally a lot slower um i think has really helped and really enjoying like cooking and i'm um, spending time with dan and watching tv and all those kind of things and speaking to my sisters and all these things that i think i would take for granted like seeing my friends like now i make time make time specifically to talk to them and catch up with them and it's just really nice yeah
0: I love that. Well, I mean, it's not that you're doing it for anyone else. I know it's not performative. Yeah. You're doing it for yourself, but it does. It's it looks to be a very kind of like balanced approach, and I think it's yeah, as I say, really inspirational. In it's because I think it's also one of those tropes isn't it like you know you live in East London like life's very busy you're the party you know you're a party host Mm. you're always cooking you're always you're very chatty in a lovely way like all of those things kind of lend themselves to a stereotype of somebody who never rests and never takes any time for themselves and I'm I'm kind of the same although I'm nowhere near as good at hosting parties as you but I've kind of have a lot of the same characteristics and I find myself sometimes trying to like almost play a character that nobody's asking of me but my own like Internal monologue. He's been like, well, You've got to be busy because you love being busy and you're very chatty and you need to be talking to all these people. And it's like, Actually, sometimes I would just like to take a five minute breather. <laughs> like, that's what I need.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's also about like allowing yourself to do that. So, um when lockdown started, it was, I think it was like the start of a new moon. And my affirmation for that whole month was, I'm allowing myself to do nothing. I'm allowing myself to be, uh, I'm okay with being still. Like, yes. And because, because all of a sudden I lost quite a lot of work and I didn't really know what I was doing and I couldn't go out and do it. And I was like, oh no, like, what am I doing? And I was like, no, you are okay with this. And like, I had to really like calm myself down um, and not get too stressed out about not being able to do stuff. And then I think that's why, like all the stuff that I'm doing now, it's not, it's not for work. It's stuff, all the videos and all the content, it is for me and I'm doing it for Mm -hmm. me and I've found so much joy in doing it through allowing myself to stop and think what do I you know what am I doing what do I want to do and also realizing I don't have to do it if I don't want to yes just all of that has really allowed myself to be happy at the minute which is good oh that warms my heart I'm so happy you said that (laughs) really happy at the minute I'm quite enjoying everything and I feel like this has been really therapeutic you know to give ourselves all a bit of time you know I know yeah. it's awful and um, situation but yeah Love it. Well, I think that's a perfect,
0: marvellous way to end uh, this chat. Thank you so, so much. Could you just let everyone know where they can find you and the economy um, online if they want to come mm-hmm. and follow
1: if they don't already? Yeah, so um, I'm mainly on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at Pip Jolly and it's J-O-L-L-E-Y um and the economy is at the f economy the economy and we post all of the events on the economy instagram and i post them online as well thank you so so much it was so lovely to chat to you and thanks for having me i love loved it
0: well thank you very much for listening to that episode of the enthusiast and co this is the bit where i tell you where you can find me um i am on instagram at the on facebook forward slash the enthusiast co and on twitter at eleanor kime uh, k-i-m-e my website is the enthusiast.co if you're looking for my merch any more resources or my blog um and you can sign up to my email newsletter there as well thank you so much for listening speak to you next time